so we discussed yesterday the difference between material compassion and spiritual compassion so it looks like some people got confused are prabhu what is this <laughs> saving somebody's violence pleasing somebody's violence and killing is compassion so i should kill somebody to show compassion or should i save someone uh, to show compassion or if i am pleasing someone i am committing violence what do i do actually so shila prabhupad uh, tells a very nice story in this connection it is mentioned in the puranas prabhupad explains that there was a sage and usually when we come across sages we ask for benedictions for our benefit so this sage he met four people four different classes of people and then he awarded some benedictions to all and surprisingly he offered different benedictions to all these different categories of people he did not award the same thing so he did not uh, behave equally with all so who were all these people and why did he not behave equally with all of them what was the reason of this partial behavior so one of them was rajaputraka the son of a king and the second person was the son of a muni the son of a brahmana following brahmacharya and the third person was a butcher and the fourth person was a devotee so to rajaputra to the prince he offered benediction rajaputra chiram jeeva rajaputra you may keep on living for a long time chiram means for a long jeeva means you keep on living may you have a long life oh maybe he is happy with the rajaputra he did nice service so he is offering like that then came the turn of muniputra and when the muniputra came in front the son of brahmana strict brahmachari he told muniputra ka ma jeeva you don't live you die immediately are what is this benediction somebody has come in front of you asking you a benediction and you are telling you you die immediately you don't are what offense have i done you are telling me i should die and you have offered just the other person may you have a long life so then comes the chance of third person butcher butcher is butcher is offered the benediction ma jeeva ma mara it means you don't live and you don't die what is this <laughs> either a person can live or die he is telling you don't live and you don't die so what he is supposed to do and then fourth person devotee to devotee he offers the benediction jeeva va marava it means either you live or you die as you wish so shila prabhupad tells there is a very great science behind these four benedictions offered to these people so the muniputra he is absorbed the son of sorry the rajputra the son of a king the prince he is absorbed in various sense pleasures enjoying wine intoxication illicit sex and so many other things so because of this he is going to suffer like anything in hell so shila prabhu patels you want to enjoy so much of sex life human life it is not possible human body does not have that capacity so nature can give us pigeon body or monkey body or some other bodies you can enjoy every hour or three times in an hour but then you can enjoy one kind of pleasure sex pleasure definitely but otherwise your life would be always horrible and my life is very very horrible always in anxiety so always in fear so vedas tell there are these special features of special unique species so the animal is always fearful always entire life small animal is fearful another animal may not attack me somebody may not come kill me he is always fearful 
and human beings they are always in anxiety or oh, how to get that how to get that how to protect it how to protect that so human life is always full of anxiety animal life is always full of fearfulness entire life they are fearful so nature will give us hellish body so that is why the benediction offered was anyway you are going to have a hellish life so whatever comforts you are going to have in this life you enjoy those comforts because your future is very bad so you told chiram jeeva you keep on living continue whatever your so called good life is there future is bleak very dark and what about muniputra muniputra has already done so much of austerity tapasya he is a brahmachari he is following life of strict vows rules and regulations so he is ready to go back home back to godhead so that is a, what is the use of living and taking so much austerity and tapasya here if you die now you are ready you have done very nice brahmacharya immediately you will go back to godhead your life is successful so that is why the benediction offered was you don't live so that is why sometimes we may see even one of the prabhujis in uk he died because of corona so some people may ask who oh, devotee has died what is the reason so no we can see even sons of krishna they also died entire yadu dynasty got killed how they got killed the yadu dynasty got killed by attacking each other they got intoxicated very badly and then they killed each other entire yadu dynasty all the descendants of krishna almost except uh what was his name vajranab who has made all the deities those who have seen the jaipur temple dwarka temple uh, the govindev ji deity or who have visited shrinath ji in udaipur nadwara so all these deities were carved by vajranab and many many temples installed so otherwise most of the yadu dynasty it died killing each other so one may think what is this krishna could not train his sons they killed each other no that was special favor shown to krishna krishna's sons were so powerful no power in the world could have defeated them so that is why krishna arranged you among yourself only can kill each other so those people they killed them by attacking each other in to- intoxication and went back to godhead so krishna wanted to call them back to godhead soon thus this thing was arranged so apparently which is a very very stressful situation all of them have died but actually they have gone to live with krishna so thus muniputra was offered this benediction your tapasya is enough you need not continue your life you die immediately and go back to godhead now butcher butcher's life is very very bad butcher is uh, living in abominable situation he is living among the dead bodies he is chopping the dead bodies just imagine somebody throws you among dead bodies and you have to kill cut chop pack those dead bodies it is so horrible so horrible and after your death you will go to hell so thus butcher's life is abominable now and future life is also very very horrible so that is why he told your life is anyway miserable so you don't live you don't die i cannot tell you continue living because you are having a miserable life i cannot tell you die also because future is even dark so what do you do ma jeeva ma mara you don't live and you don't die this is the situation and then devotee the devotee was offered a very unique benediction he was offered jeeva va marava either you live or you die because if the devotee is living while living he will continue to serve krishna as he is doing here and if he dies then he will go back to godhead so now also he is serving krishna and there also he is serving krishna devotee is liberated here and he is liberated there so there is no difference in the life of a devotee that is how we read we understood on the day of shri ram navami the appearance day of lord ramchandra that how all those people of ayodhya they were free from all the anxieties of life and they were living in spiritual world the laws of nature were not acting no miseries of hunger thirst lamentation anxiety were affecting them 
and they were so free to the extent that even death would not affect them death will only come to those people who are going to leave this body and are willing to go back to god it because now also they are serving lord ramchandra they are in spiritual world although apparently in the material dimension and after death anyway they will go back to lord ramchandra they will serve in the spiritual world so now they are liberated after death also they will be liberated so death also is not acting upon them so the benediction given to devotees whatever you wish you do now also you are in bliss after death also you are in bliss in serving krishna your life is same here there anywhere so thus everyone in this material world he is trying to avoid the miserable condition and have a happy situation he is trying to go to heavenly planets or heavenly countries or cities and is trying to avoid hellish situation hellish planets hellish places or countries but it is told the shastras tell very nicely what is the position of devotee of krishna swargapavarga narkeshu apitulyarth darshina vasudeva a person is a devotee of krishna then he is not afraid of the hell going to hell also is not scared swa swarg apavarga narkeshu apitulyarth darshina na kutaschana bibhyati he is not at all afraid of going to hell or going to heaven because devotee although apparently lives in this material world but he is not in material world how he is not in material world so that is explained by krishna here and before that so let us conclude this topic of compassion which we are discussing so thus compassion does not necessarily mean that you elongate somebody's life span so people tell that science has become very advanced and people are having a longer average life span but what is that life span life span on ventilator in the icus anyway having miserable life and spending all the hard earned money which he has got in his life and the relatives are working very hard to let the person live for some more time so anyway he is continuing a miserable body if he dies he he'll go to a good body what is the use of prolonging this body so this artificial prolongment of life it is foolishness it is done only by ignorant people who think there is no next body if your body has reached such a state that it has to be contained by artificial means what is the use of keeping such a body body simply a machine as soon as a machine is not working properly you change it anyway nature will arrange next body if we are not liberated so pick up another good body pick up next body so if you know the person is going to die chant bhagavad gita make him hear hare krishna mahamantra put some ganga jal into his mouth and in this way purify his existence his next body is going to be very good so this is called science but now people do not know they think prolonging the body is great success that is punishment to the soul just like if the seat of your bicycle comes out and still you are riding that bicycle it is very horrible situation leave it no take up another new bicycle so in a similar fashion this is advancement of science without seat person is made to ride the bicycle so it is punishment for the soul so this is what happens in ignorance when a person does not know the concept of soul another ignorance is just like uh, all the humanitarian organizations they are pressing for abolition of capital punishment human rights commission all other people if any country is giving capital punishment they are telling why you are giving please do not kill kill a person anyway he has got one life so he if he has continued if he has done some mistake give him long term of imprisonment but do not kill him let him live have some compassion of the heart but manu sanhita says the other way around manu sanhita are the laws given by krishna because manu is representative of krishna directly taking instructions from him so it tells very nicely that if a king kills a person who is a killer then such execution by the king 
is actually mercy upon the killer because if a person has killed somebody he is not killed immediately in this life his next life future life is going to be horrible this is the law of nature if you have taken loan from somebody money from somebody and if you do not return the money to that person then in the next life you have to return back money four times so thus people were very very cautious when a person is dying he is telling his son you please go and settle the thing with him so there is a case prabhu patels once a person died and he told his son i taken loan from such and such person you please go and return the money back to him and uh, the son went as per the instructions of father that my father had borrowed a loan and uh, by will of providence he is no more so kindly accept the money back now this person apparently he has forgotten that he gave some money to his father and he is not willing to take he is telling no no if i take then i have to come back again in next life simply to, to return this money four times to your father so i don't want to take <laughs> now this person is worried he is taking you please take you please take otherwise my father has to take one more word to settle or he has to return four times and he is telling no no i will not take because i don't remember i have to take one more birth so there is a science when a person knows the science of soul he understands simply because of his ignorance of the soul people are not punishing a killer and thus that person will be punished much much more miserably if he is not killed in this life so thus actually what so called compassion which people are showing to the killer is not compassion it is actually violence by saving the killer you are doing violence upon him just like if a person has some heart problem by not doing surgery crude example you are committing violence cutting out the heart of a person can be considered violence by an ignorant man but it is very great act of benevolence by a knowledgeable doctor so that's it is important to have knowledge some people tell what is the use of following spiritual life i will do good to others no in order to do good to others you need to have knowledge of what is good this is very very important knowledge of absolute good just like i have told the instance in my class also real life instance how the person uh, when the wife delivered a beautiful baby and the wife was feeling weak husband wanted to help the wife recuperate from the weakness so immediately the husband went and brought some juice for the wife and by taking that juice the wife died on the spot and doctors came and scolded the husband this kind of juice you should this kind of juice you, you should never have given to the wife it creates some negative reaction in the body so that husband was doing good to the wife but that was not absolute good that was relative good it was good as per his concept if i give juice to my wife my wife will become very very strong but ultimately that led to death of wife so very nice instance is told in mahabharata some unique situations of kaliyuga person could see so one situation was the cow is licking its calf and so much licking that the calf has started bleeding so what does it mean so it means parents will show so much compassion to their children indulge them in so much sense gratification that this will become the cause of suffering for the children so thus actually if you are providing the material comforts over indulgence to other person you are thinking you are giving a very nice life but actually this is violence making somebody's life if you are giving more pleasures of over indulgence sense gratification that is actually violence how lord krishna tells in bhagavad gita 5.22 yehi sansparsha ja bhoga dukha yonaya evate yehi sansparsha ja bhoga as soon as you enjoy your senses with the sense objects dukha yonaya evate it gives rise to only misery 
so the enjoyment of senses only produces more and more miseries because anyway a person is not satisfied with that and to increase the sense objects more he has to work very very hard his life becomes miserable in such a way and then in the next life he is creating more bodies to enjoy such kind of sense gratification more and as soon as you create a body there is misery of birth there is misery of death there is misery of old age disease anxiety hard work and so many other troubles thus krishna tells yehi sansparshaja bhoga life of sense enjoyment which 99.9% of all of us have been educated trained in that way why you have to work hard so that you can enjoy the senses and mind krishna is telling dukha yoniya it yoniya means birth it will only give birth to miseries in your life if you are living a life for enjoyment of senses the cow is licking so much its calf that the calf has started bleeding this is the situation in kaliyoga in the name of so called care and compassion people are killing their own dependents so thus it's a very horrible situation so this is violence actually unnecessary over over indulgence in pleasing the senses of somebody is actually violence you are creating more and more bodies for him and even a person who is doing good activities he is committing violence upon himself also because for reaping the results of the good activities that person has to come back again in this material world he has to suffer from more births and deaths so that is why krishna tells ubhav sukrita dushkrite buddhi yoga buddhi yoga jahati ha ubhav sukrite dushkrite krishna explains in second chapter bhakti yoga buddhi yoga he tells arjuna by following this process you get rid of the activities of good actions as well as bad actions it is not that we have to do good actions and get free from bad actions no any action good or bad on material platform is bad because we have discussed it keeps us in this prison of material world a person keeps on taking repeated births and deaths so this is very very important point we should not do good activity we should not do bad activity we are supposed to do akarma neither good activity nor bad activity and the main aim of life the actual compassion real compassion is to free a living entity from this unlimited repeated births and deaths which created unlimited misery in the life of people <clears throat> and for this if some hardship has to be taken on the sensual platform that is not violence that is actually compassion taking so called hardship some people will do not fast hmm? <clears throat> so there is a spiritual organization who was telling me i think one of you was telling i don't remember the name uh i think vishveshwar was telling or i am not sure that uh, this society so we all fast on janmashtami uh so one of uh, his friends i think he was going to this society organization and they told him why you are fasting so this fasting is committing violence upon oneself you are putting uh, your body into trouble bhagavad gita preaches non violence why you are committing violence upon your own self so this fasting is not good it is violence says actually if you see it is violence it is self violence the stomach is churning please give me food give me water and you are not giving the food and water to yourself so this is self violence no this is real compassion staying hungry on such important days it is actually compassion it is not self violence because people do not know uh, what is our real position actually that this whole society is completely misguided in the name of showing compassion they are putting under other person into rigorous violence and in the name of so called uh, violence there is actually compassion which they are not able to figure out so thus it is very very important to give this most important knowledge to society so how to come out of this cycle a person is not able 
not supposed to do good activities and is not supposed to do bad activities also so that is what we saw in the last class krishna is telling that a person who engages in karma yoga karma yoga in krishna consciousness there are two levels of karma yoga one thing is you work very hard without attachment to the result so all of us are acting so that we can get the result this is avaram karma this is very very third class action abominable action a person should never work for the for enjoying the results a person should simply work success or failure does not depend upon us prabhupad would always tell some people would ask why shila prabhupad you are writing these books people may read may not read so prabhupad told people may or may not read i am writing for my purification my guru maharaj gave me the instruction to write books in english that time in independence era just india had got independence and even in pre independence era prabhupad was told to preach in english who didn't understand english at that time and prabhupad was given instructions to preach and write in english and prabhupad was writing in english and how many people were knowing reading and writing that too in english but no prabhupad told my guru maharaj has told me so i will do that so even uh, when prabhupad took sanyas so after sanyas he was requested to speak uh, on the initiation ceremony so first initiation is when a person takes brahmacharya then brahmana initiation hari naam initiation then brahmana initiation after that hari naam brahmana after that a person may take sanyas initiation then he becomes a sanyasi so all those people local vrajavasis were sitting over there and even vrajavasi sadhus mostly that time americans entire world they had not picked up krishna consciousness so they were all knowing hindi or the local language but prabhupad started speaking in english over there so some people can think why is doing like that people do not understand english apart from some of his god brothers who were educated and disciples of bhakti siddhan maharaj why is this person shila prabhupad he speaking in english so prabhupad told i am simply doing it under the instruction of my guru maharaj who has ordered me to preach in the english language so this is the faith of a bona fide disciple so i am not worried about the result prabhupad told the way my guru maharaj has told me to preach i'll preach in that way people may pick up or may not pick up it does not matter prabhupad told we will cry in the wilderness let nobody hear but our duty is to preach this is how a person is supposed to have faith in the instructions of his spiritual master then he gets empowered to preach the holy name advance in spiritual life and make others also advanced also faith in the words of krishna and spiritual master this is the measure of one spiritual advancement that's it so spiritual master was having such strong faith in the words of his spiritual master bhakti sadan maharaj so just to fulfill his mission at old age he went to america my guru maharaj has told me so let me attempt to preach this message and we see how he became immensely successful so this is how a person is supposed to do result we are never supposed to be attached to the result modern motivational speakers they tell yes you can do it you will be able to do it imagine you are getting success imagine this thing is happening this is foolishness krishna does not tell in bhagavad gita like that krishna told to arjuna in bhagavad gita if you win then you can enjoy very nice sovereignty on this planet you enjoy a nice kingdom and opulence and if you lose if you die you can die krishna is not telling i am god i will protect you you will not die nobody can kill you no krishna is making arjuna ready for both situations you can win the battle or you can lose your life you can be killed also so if you win anyway you will rule over this planet earth and if you die where is the loss a fighter who loses his life on the battlefield immediately goes to the heavenly planets and has a very nice life over there so where is the loss for you arjuna 
So thus, it is a great cheating which is going on in the world. False motivation, and when people do not get it, and how they will get it in competitive world, one person will top the exam. Limited people will get it, reach that position. Rest all are remain. They all remain on frustrated platform. So Krishna tells, remain ready for both the outcomes, success or failures. Siddhya siddho samo bhutva samatvam yoga uchyate. Krishna gives the definition. What is yoga? People think if I am doing my job nicely, I am working ten hours, twelve hours. I am a karma yogi. No, that way. And as is the biggest karma yogi, morning to evening he is taking loads of clothes on his back. So no, he doesn't become a karma yogi. Karma yogi means siddhi asiddhi samo bhutva. A person is equipoised in success or failure. As per Krishna's plan, as per my previous activity, I can be successful. I can get promotion in my job. I can get more money. or i may get demotion i may get infamy people may not respect me i may be thrown out of job it does not matter i will do my duty very nicely and i am not bothered about the result this is called yoga so without attachment to the result without caring for success or failure a person simply acts not more than 8 hours in his job this much time i have this much time i'll put if result has to come let it come if job has to go let it go I, it doesn't matter that is called yoga like dronacharya Dronacharya, what is his duty? His duty is to teach whoever comes to him. Now the same person can kill me; it does not matter. I am not bothered about the result. Siddhi asiddhyo samobhutva samatvam. He is equally poised of of the result of his activity. He is doing his duty. My duty is to do this to teach whoever comes to me. This science is not known to people. So this is called karma yoga. Karma yoga means without attachment to, to to the results, you simply act without caring. You will be successful or you will be failure. And there is another level of karma yoga. This karma yoga is explained in third chapter, and then higher level of karma yoga, which Krishna explained now in the previous verse. Yat karoshi, yat joshi, yat dadasi, konte yat karoshi madarpanam. That means in higher karma yoga also, a person is not attached to the result. But the result he offers to Krishna. In first case, the result he will offer to anybody for general good cause. But now he has become advanced in knowledge by following that karma yoga. Simply giving up the results of his activities, he rises to the platform of knowledge, transcendental knowledge, which Krishna has explained in fourth chapter. And then after fourth chapter, he gets transcendental knowledge. Fifth chapter, he understands Krishna is supreme, and then he starts offering the results of his activities to Krishna. and when a person reaches this platform which we saw in the last class yat karoshi whatever you are doing yat juhoshi yat ashnashi whatever you are offering whatever rituals you are doing whatever charity you are doing whatever tapasya you are doing yat tapasesi konte whatever you are eating whatever food you are offering should be done unto me this is called action in krishna consciousness and what is the result of doing all these things for krishna everyone is doing all these things but we are doing for some other people without engaging krishna a man works very very hard and all the money brings and offers to wife you please take it yat karoshi kurushu madarpanam i offer it to you and in this way he is offering so wife whatever food she is offering at house kurushu madarpanam she is offering to the husband and children you please eat so what we have to do is simply make krishna the center of all these activities so it does not mean only feed krishna and let the husband tell no no i have read bhagavad gita i'll feed krishna tomorrow onwards husband you please starve no <laughs> so you feed to krishna krishna is so kind that he eats and he leaves also so you keep the plate in front of krishna krishna simply by seeing at the dish or hearing your pranam mantras he can taste the dish that is spiritual eating 
and then when krishna leaves you mix it with the rest of the food which you have cooked and you offer to your husband children parents in laws anyone in the family so that is spiritual life it is very very easy so in this way so it is does not mean that we don't have to take care of children we don't have to feed the children feed the children educate the children so that they can also be become very good devotees engage in the service of krishna and typical example is that of shila prabhupad shila prabhupad was a very brilliant student and prabhupad told in my school life also people would consider me as a leader he was there in scottish churches college junior of netaji subhash chandra bose in calcutta and uh, there was some arrangement of prabhupad to be sent to the west to be sent to london actually for pursuing a career in law or something because london was uh, ruling over india and if a person goes to london that was considered very good all the aristocratic families and the sons of kings they would go to london jawaharlal nehru and all these people they went so there was arrangement that prabhupad would go and become very very aristocratic and educated but prabhupad told my father denied my father told if he goes there he may fall in bad association he will pick up all the wrong habits of meat eating intoxication i don't want this i want my son should become servant of radharani so thus uh, prabhupad's uh, father uh, shila gaur mohan de he was teaching him how to play mridanga and prabhupad's mother was objecting what he will do by learning mridanga <laughs> teach him something valuable which is good for his career but prabhupad told my father was a pure devotee he was always teaching me krishna consciousness and uh, prabhupad's father was always worshiping prabhupad would tell that uh, at night my father would be worshiping and we would go to sleep when we are up in the morning again he is worshiping radha krishna in this way prabhupad's father prabhupad told was pure devotee and prabhupad picked up all the things about the service of krishna from his father and from the childhood prabhupad's father was always telling please let him learn mridanga let him learn kirtan and i want to make him servant of radharani any saintly persons when they would visit shila prabhupada's house so prabhupada would request them please bless my son so that he can become servant of radharani so this is real father so real father does not mean engaging a child in mundane education which is but another kind of violence any person who does not have good character does not have proper understanding of life he should not be given education and money because he will only do sense gratification and go to hell in the next life so thus if you are giving education to a person if you are giving any kind of knowledge to a person or money to a person who does not know the signs of spirit soul who does not have proper character you are actually the result of his downfall degradation thus the shudras who would not go to school who would not show good character in the vedic culture they were not given education because if you educate them they will create havoc in the society they don't show good character that is why you see big big scams everyone is cheating more than 90% of doctors are fraud they are cheating the patients corporate hospitals judiciary is extremely corrupt bureaucracy is corrupt legislature anyway we know what is happening so entire population is full of corruption there is corruption within the family within the relationship all and when you educate such people they will simply create havoc in society so thus actually we are not uh, doing benefit to these people but harming these people so this is karma yoga taking care of child so that child can become devotee of krishna you can offer your child in the service of krishna this is karma yoga this was the culture of india bharatvarsha that is why we have that big temple padmanabh swami in south where they found many many treasure uh, uh, how many rooms i think 6 to 7 rooms they found full of treasure 
very rich temple and uh, all those kings as soon as the child would take birth the prince was offered to the feet of lord lord padmanab and he was named padmanab das padmanab das 1 2 3 4 so all were padmanab das the kings of jaipur they declared that govind dev ji he is the king and we are the servants of govind dev ji so this is the culture this is called karma yoga so karma yoga does not mean so krishna consciousness apparently for the new fires a person may think that renunciation is being taught that you leave everything and you go away no it is not about that krishna consciousness means doing all the activities but keeping krishna in the center krishna is not telling you leave your eating krishna is not telling you stop uh, sleeping when a devotee sleeps when a karmi sleeps he thinks oh bahut thak gaya panch din kaam karke saturday sunday soenge bas 10 12 ghante i don't wish to do i want to enjoy sleep when a devotee also sleeps but what is devotee sleep devotee feels very embarrassed why this miserable body i have got because of my past karma even though i want the soul i am desiring to serve krishna continuously but the body doesn't allow so let me take some rest so that with refreshed energy i can engage again in the service of krishna in this way the sleep of devotee is also dedicated to krishna so the sleeping also becomes yoga for a devotee eating becomes yoga sleeping becomes yoga work anyway it does for the pleasure of krishna so this is called yoga karma yoga so we may continue our jobs we may continue our business we may continue taking care of our families rather take best care of your families but everything should be offered to krishna this is karma yoga and when a person does this kind of activity then as we saw the last shloka verse number 28 of ninth chapter a person becomes free from shubh and ashubh from so called good activities and bad activities also and then something unique happens even though this world is full of misery always a person is agitated and disturbed here but krishna being very merciful he can immediately if he desires he can make all the law stop acting upon the person so all these misery stop immediately for such a person who has received special mercy of krishna by his own endeavor it is very very difficult to surpass these things so now how to get that mercy of krishna why krishna will show special mercy krishna is equal to everyone all our children of krishna why some jeeva will get special favor of krishna so that krishna answers in the verse which we will see now so i'll share the screen so shila prabhupad our spiritual master founder acharya of hari krishna movement so all the discussions that we are having explanations we are having it is all bases the teachings of his divine grace shila prabhupad So now Krishna is explaining a very, very unique and extraordinary position here. What is that? I will explain. Krishna explains: "Samo ham sarvo bhuteshu nama dveshu asti napriyaha ye bhajanti tu maam bhaktiya mai te teshu chapi aham." Krishna is telling: "Samo ham sarvo bhuteshu. I am equal to all the living entities. Nama dveshu asti napriyaha. Nobody. I am envious of no one." neither i am very very favorable to somebody oh person's heart may get broken i am telling krishna please help me and now krishna is telling that no i am equal i cannot help no but krishna is telling tu tu means but there is one exception ye bhajanti maam bhaktya a person who engages in bhajanti who engages in my service bhaktya the devotee mai te teshu i envy no one nor am i partial to anyone i am equal to all but whoever renders service unto me in devotion is a friend is in me and i am also a friend to him so this is the special favor of krishna 
So anybody who becomes a devotee of Krishna, Krishna becomes a friend to that person and shows him special favor. Now people should not accuse Krishna. Oh, why everyone is son of, everyone is part and parcel of Krishna. Why Krishna is favoring only one person? No. Prabhupada gives example, just like father. He cannot tell, oh, you are very partial. So many children are there in the society. Why you are just feeding your son? You are very partial. No, father, it's natural for father to feed the, to feed his child. <clears throat> yes, he may take care of all the other children equally. He's a good person. If there is any suffering in society, he'll go out and help. But his child, he will give special care. So thus Krishna is telling, I am equal to everyone, but I give special favor to my devotee. And again, anybody can become a devotee. It's not that Krishna puts some condition. You cannot become devotee. This person, this man, this woman, this child, this old man cannot become devotee. No, anybody can become devotee. In that sense, also Krishna is equal. But as soon as a person becomes devotee, then Krishna tells, he is my friend. I become his friend. And very important word used in this connection is Mai. Mai means he lives in me. He is in me. As soon as a person becomes devotee, a pure devotee of Krishna. So Krishna explains Mai, that person lives in me. So what does it mean living in Krishna? Living in Krishna means living directly in the internal energy of Krishna. So now, now we are living in the external energy of Krishna. Just like the cow is there. And the cow can give us some milk. So that milk, when it is in the body of cow, it is internal energy of cow, the blood of cow. And when the milk is separated from the body of cow, that is still cow's energy, but it is separated. That is called external energy. In this way, this world which is made up of matter in which we are living now in these temporary bodies, this is called external energy. It is not directly controlled by Krishna. So we are not living in Krishna. We are living external energy, all the conditioned souls. But as soon as a person becomes pure devotee of Krishna, then he lives in Krishna. In Krishna means the energy which is directly coming out of Krishna's body. And Krishna takes personal care of such people. Just like the government takes direct care of the people who live outside the jail and takes indirect care of the people who live inside the jail through the jail administration. So in, in a similar fashion, when a person starts living in Krishna, Immediately his life becomes, the. there are different laws acting upon that person. He's free from all these material laws. Then a person is no longer disturbed by any of the miseries of this material world. Srila Rupa Goswami explains this thing. So generally people think, and especially in India where we have some exposure to spiritual life, people think spiritual life means for getting moksha. As yesterday somebody asked that can a woman get moksha and like that. So actually moksha is not the aim of a devotee's life. So moksha actually is suicidal for devotee. So it is told kavalyam narkayate. Moksha is like hellish situation for a devotee. So what is moksha? Moksha means a person has come out of the jail and is loitering on the street. He has not reached his house. So it is very abominable situation for the person. So he will tell at least jail is better. I had some friends. I was talking to them, playing with them. Now I'm loitering there on the street. I have no job, no occupation. At least jail, I was getting some food to eat. So that is why Prabhupada tells this moksha is very abominable situation. So a person goes out and he merges in the light which is coming out of Krishna's body. Because of having no positive knowledge of life, the devotee merges in Brahma Jyoti. So this moksha is very, very abominable concept of life. However, the devotees do not care a fig for the moksha. Rather, they are scared of moksha. It is spiritual suicide. 
So what is actual spiritual life? Actual spiritual life means living in Krishna, in the internal energy of Krishna, where Krishna also lives personally in a form having two hands and legs and also in four-handed forms on some planets. So just like we have friendship here, we have a relationship here, living entities having relationship with Krishna, which are of five kinds. A person can be either related to Krishna in Shantaras. So moksha means I am out of material misery. There is no positive happiness, but spiritual life means positive happiness. So spiritual world is, material world is reflection of spiritual world. Krishna will explain in 15th chapter. Urdhumula madhoshakham. Just like the dream is reflection of the reality that we see around us, same things we see in dream. In a similar fashion, now what we see around us, it is reflection of the spiritual world. All these things are made up of pure spirit in the spiritual world. So in the spiritual world, the devotees enjoy unique relationship with Krishna. All, all the devotees, all the souls. A person can either be related to Krishna in Shantaras, just like a person who is uh, uh, in the spiritual world, he could be in the form of a stone or a tree. The stone is not engaged in direct service of Krishna, but the stone is simply at one place. And when Krishna comes and sits over the stone, stone derives so much of pleasure. So stone is not, stone is not active in service, but when Krishna is sitting upon the stone, great pleasure is derived. Similarly, the trees in the spiritual world, they also serve Krishna in a passive state. The waters, they serve Krishna in a passive state. When Krishna goes and sits near the water or he plunges into the water, the water the river, it derives unlimited pleasure, benefit. The river is also a personality, a living entity. This is called Shantaras, uh, the pleasure of passive service. And when uh, there is advancement, intensity increases of love of Krishna, then there is another mellow. That is mellow, that is pleasure of Dasiras, like Lord Hanuman. The devotee is very, very eager to carry out the instruction of Krishna, order of Krishna. So it takes unlimited pleasure in becoming servant of Krishna. This is called Dasiras. Then when the uh, pleasure intensifies even further, there is Sakhirasa, friends of Krishna, like Uddhava, Arjuna, Subala, Sridam. So they are all friends of Krishna. Just like we have friends here, Krishna also has friends. And that pleasure is even much, much more intimate. Do not think the pleasure which I get by hanging around with my friends, the same pleasure I will get with Krishna. No, that pleasure is unlimited times more. A person's heart is so full of ecstasy that sometimes the voice chokes up, there are tears coming out of the eyes and a person sometimes loses his consciousness also. Such unlimited pleasure and love is there in the service of Krishna. In being Krishna's servant in passive state, in as a servitor or as a friend. And then there is a higher state till friend a person is dependent upon Krishna. But when the pleasure even further intensifies, then that is called Vatsalya Rasa. So actually Krishna is hankering for especially this pleasure more. Krishna is taking care of the entire world. And when a person reaches this Vatsalya platform, Vatsalya means parental relationship. He becomes anxious to take care of Krishna. Krishna becomes dependent upon his devotee. So that is why deity worship is very, very important. So deity worship trains us in this mood of taking care of Krishna. Krishna is standing there at one place. I am hungry unless you eat me. Unless you feed me, I will not eat. So you should be very cautious. So it is time for offering. I am getting late. Let me offer to Krishna. <clears throat> oh, it is a season for mango. Let me offer mango to Krishna. Krishna will enjoy eating mangoes. In this way, a person develops parental relationship with Krishna. 
whole world is dependent upon krishna krishna becomes dependent upon his devotee so this kind of pleasure krishna enjoys a lot i should also uh, be in charge of someone someone should be anxious about me and when the pleasure intensifies further that is called conjugal love madhurya rasa the pleasure the relationship between krishna and the gopis of vrindavan that is very very high extraordinary kind of relationship so even moksha is also actually violence and sense gratification moksha is actually spiritual suicide which people do not know moksha means you will not you will leave your material body also you will not develop spiritual body also although leaving material body will bring you out of harassment but there is no positive spiritual life and simply a person keeps on floating like a spiritual particle in the spiritual world so this is spiritual suicide you could have enjoyed with krishna but then you did not do that so that is why the devotees tell kavalyam narakayate this kavalyam this moksha it is like hell and actually this person's heart is also not very pure so sometimes we take spiritual life for our personal peace of mind but this is also maya so spiritual if you are seeking peace of mind that is also sense gratification on mental level so i want my peace of mind again tendency to enjoy is there and tendency to please krishna is not there so that is why this is not real vairagya this kind of vairagya arjuna was willing to have that krishna let me give up my duties i don't want to fight so he was willing to go for peace of mind but no this is not real renunciation some people they leave their house leave their duties they go to himalayas so it is told by rup goswami he quotes the vedas prapanchikataya buddhya hari sambandhi vastunah prapanchikataya buddhya a person whose mind is materially contaminated and he cannot see everything is property of krishna so what does he do mumukshubhi he is aspiring for getting moksha in his life parityago and he leaves all such things falgu vairagyam katyate this is called falgu vairagya this is called false renunciation this dot real vairagya he is thinking that let me leave this house all these people around me and let me go to himalayas this is wrong vairagya it means you are thinking my house does not belong to me my car my office does not belong to me but himalayas belong to me i will live in himalayas i will eat fruits from all the trees in himalayas because the trees of himalayas belong to me no so this is called wrong renunciation so prabhupad gives very nice example somebody is walking in front of bank of america and then he tells looking at bank of america i have left this bank of america i renounce <laughs> was it your father's property prabhupad this bank of america when did it belong to you you are renouncing now no so in a similar fashion when did members of your family belong to you when did your house belong to you when did your money belong to you just like a cashier may foolishly think all this money which i am collecting belongs to me a soul in ignorance thinks the money which i am producing the people who are around me my property it belongs to me it is not the property thus the kings in the bhagavatam they are telling when the brahmanas approach them actually all this thing the entire kingdom that we possess it is not our property it is a property of the brahmanas we are simply the custodians thus any brahmana whenever he would go for charity the king will give charity whatever he wants even if the he may want the life of king the king will lay down his life this called king's position thus bali maharaj when he was asked bali maharaj offered his own self you kill me or you keep me i off, i am offering entire property and myself also in your service without any hesitation because they understand it is not my property brahmanas are representatives of god and thus everything to should be surrendered unto the brahmanas it is not my property just like the kings of jaipur or padmanabh swami that place they told 
we are servant of padmanabh this entire kingdom belongs to padmanabh even now if you go to temples the entire property village town or city is in the name of krishna so much land of jagannathpur is in the name of jagannath now the government has taken lot of land so much land in the is in the name of shrinaji nadwara so krishna is the land holder and everyone is servant this concept is missing in the society so this is called wrong varage when did it belong to you that you are leaving those things and you are thinking forest or the mountain belongs to you that you can live there peacefully no sir nothing belong to you in the first place so this is called falgu varage although it is better than materialist but it is imperfect renunciation then what is renunciation perfection of spiritual life is to develop renunciation develop varage what is that varage then what i am supposed to develop in spiritual life so roop goswami mentions very nice important verse sorry i took today also little long i'll finish in 2 3 minutes with this shloka so roop goswami tells what is actually devotee's aspiration what is that knowledge varage he supposed to develop so roop goswami mentions quoting the vedas iha yasya harer dasye कर्मणा मनसा गिरा निखिलास्वप्यवस्थासो जीवन मुक्ता सा उच्यते इहा यस्य हरे दासे अ पर्सन हु इज एंगेज नाउ इन द सर्विस ऑफ कृष्णा हाउ इज एंगेज इन सर्विस ऑफ कृष्णा हरेर हरि दास अ पर्सन इज एंगेज इन द सर्विस ऑफ हरि कर्मणा विथ हिज एक्शंस एंड विथ एक्शंस ही इज सर्विंग कृष्णा बट माइंड समथिंग एल्स ही इज प्लानिंग नो कर्मणा मनसा माइंड आल्सो शुड बी थिंकिंग ऑफ कृष्णा and gira with his voice also with mind body and speech he is engaged in the service of krishna karmana manasa gira nikhilasapi avasthasu in all the circumstances at all times he is engaged in service of krishna he is liberated jeevan mukta sa uchyate even though he is now living in the so called material body but don't think that he is a conditioned soul he is liberated personality so anybody who with his actions his mind and his speech he is engaged in service of krishna he is liberated just like a person who is in jail he cannot pick up a government job can he pick up a prisoner no he can pick up some job in the jail as soon as a person is engaged in the job of government even though he is living within the jail he is liberated just like all those people in the jail all the havaldars all the constables the jailer the inspector they are not conditioned souls because they are doing government job over there so as soon as somebody is doing government job even though he is living in the jail he is not prisoner of the jail in a similar fashion the vedas tell roop goswami quotes in bhakti rasamrita sindhu as soon as you engage always in the service of krishna with actions with mind and with your words chanting the name of krishna thinking of krishna and with your skills you do those skills use those skills in the service of krishna immediately you are liberated because only liberated soul can serve krishna so in this world you are engaged in service of krishna and what is the result of that service the result of that service is just like now we engage in some service mother is feeding the child taking trouble of cooking in the kitchen why because there is some pleasure of the heart the person is taking care of his pet nicely why because there is some pleasure of the heart similarly just like there are pleasures in serving dog serving cat serving rat serving father serving children serving society there is some pleasure similarly there is some pleasure when a living entity engages in service of krishna and that pleasure is unlimited ever increasing extraordinary and always satisfying to the heart and in that pleasure there is no other demand of a person a person stops being a person need not serve anyone in this material world he not be servant of eyes he not be servant of ears he will not be servants of his tongue belly or genitals no power of this world 
can engage that person in his service he is completely liberated because he is completely satisfied so he is liberated now and as soon as this body is gone he goes back to live with krishna so this krishna is promising here this stage is possible for a devotee mai as soon as a devotee does this thing he offers all the results to krishna he whatever the food he is eating he is eating remnants of krishna whatever tapasya he is doing he is doing for krishna he becomes a devotee and when he becomes a devotee mai he is living in krishna although apparently in this material world he is enjoying unlimited ecstasy and bliss so this is instruction of rajavidya so confidential people are aspiring for dharma arth kaam moksha it takes you to a situation which is much beyond moksha so that moksha becomes very very substandard life for a devotee so this is rajavidya the most confidential knowledge so remaining four five very very important verses are still there that we will try to cover in the remaining classes so i'll finish here today's class and let us take some questions others you can please carry on uh, sometimes i am sorry i am taking maybe i'll change the time from 8:40 to 8:50 or something uh, so others they can please carry on and i will stay here to discuss some questions and we will chant hari krishna mahamantra also 9:15 to 9:20 is it then wrong to do service to children or people who are abandoned or rejected by society by helping them with education or career options or handicapped people without any selfish intention so as we discussed with or without selfish intention suppose you give gun to a child what will the child do just like the news was there some time back unfortunately a small child killed his own mother because child was just playing around with the gun which was there i think in the bag of the mother or somewhere the gun got shot and the mother was killed on the spot so thus giving gun in the child in the hand of a child is very very dangerous so this knowledge this education is power and if the person is not showing good character he will spoil himself he will do sense enjoyment without any restriction and thus he is creating hellish life for him so thus without giving him good character in krishna consciousness if you give him education that is violence upon the person and should not be done so krishna consciousness is first thing so you please educate that is important you tell him how to make a living but more and most importantly give krishna consciousness and without krishna consciousness very dangerous without krishna consciousness a person this is the shloka of bhagavatam janani na sasyat pita na sasyat gurur na sasyat bandhu na sasyat na yad mochate samupetam mrityum if you cannot stop the death of other person you have no right to become father mother relative or even guru so you cannot impart any education also to other person unless you are confident i will stop his deaths because this education will entangle him cycle of more and more karma thus please do not indulge yourself in this material world do not produce children if you cannot make them krishna conscious you cannot stop their death do not become teacher if you cannot make your uh, words krishna conscious so thus it is important as per shastras whether we can offer water to tulsi maharani on ekadashi when one should not offer water to tulsi maharani prabhu what principal duties to be followed in grihastha life to continue krishna consciousness kindly guide me regarding the same we can offer water to tulsi marani every day morning and evening before sunset till sunset you can offer and what are the principal ekadashi also we can offer what are the principal duties to be followed in grahastha life so like chatanya mahaprabhu told the duty of grahastha is to always chant hari krishna maha mantra and engage in the service of preachers the vaishnavas the devotees 
So by serving the devotees, helping them in the preaching mission, and chanting the Hare Krishna mantra always incessantly, that is the duty of a householder grahastha. More practical guidance you can please take from the devotee who is in touch with you. His Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada writes in the purport of 20th shloka of 2nd chapter that the soul has no past, present and future. But we are learning that according to our past karma, we will get new material body. So what is the real understanding behind this? Please guide us Prabhuji. Because the soul is eternal, therefore there is no question of past, present and future for this. And as long as the soul is there in material world, it lives under the hallucination of past, present and future. Just like when we go into dream, we create a past, present and future which is hallucinatory. It does not exist. Just like in dreams, sometimes we think, oh, in the past I did like that and now I'm seeing it. Where was the past? It all started in the dream. So in a similar fashion, past, present and future now is hallucinatory. The soul is eternal. Doesn't the butcher's benediction also applies to all the meat eaters? Yes. I want to know why Japa Mala having 108 beads and why chanting 16 Mala and not other numbers. There are 108 Upanishads, Srila Prabhupada explains in teachings of Lord Chaitanya book. Uh, so when we are chanting Hare Krishna mantra, it means, signifies, we are getting knowledge of all the Upanishads, which are 108. And there are 108 prime gopis of Krishna. So we are engaging in their service when we are chanting Hare Krishna mantra on all these 108 beats. This is why we have 108. Why chanting 16 mala and not other numbers? Because our aim of life is to please Prabhupada's and in this way, uh, get success of spiritual life. So ultimately, you have to please Krishna. Now you can please Krishna directly also. How we can please Krishna directly? That Krishna is explained over there. Sar dharman parityajya maam ekam sharanam raja. You leave all the duties and surrender completely unto me. And satatam kirtayantam on 24 hours you have to chant. So can we do that? Can we chant 24 hours always? Leaving all the duties aside, not possible now. So thus, understanding the fallen state, the acharyas uh, give some rules and regulations which the conditioned souls at that particular time, place, circumstance can follow. Thus, various acharyas who are pure devotees of Krishna, Pagambar, Muhammad, Lord, Jesus Christ, all of them, they came, uh, Sri Guru Nanak Dev Ji, they all came and they gave instruction as per time, place and circumstances. Uh, so if you want Krishna consciousness in perfection, we have to please a pure devotee of Krishna. So that is a Prabhupada being a pure devotee. If we simply follow his instruction, he will make sure that we become perfect in our Krishna consciousness. So when we chant 16 rounds perfectly, Srila Prabhupada will make sure we get all the Krishna consciousness. He will request Krishna on our behalf and we will get it. Thus Krishna tells in Bhagavad in uh, uh, which Puran it is in Bhagavatam or somewhere else. So it, he tells, Greater than my worship is worship of my devotees because pleasing me directly is very difficult. But my devotee very easily becomes pleased. He is very compassionate. So that is why we chant 16 rounds because Prabhupada has promised if you chant 16 rounds, I will take you back to Godhead. When you say a devotee, I get happy. But then you say pure devotee and all my dreams get shattered. Yes, so this state is not possible for an ordinary devotee, a neophyte devotee. We have to become pure devotee. But it is not very difficult. If you follow the rules and regulations nicely, all of us can become pure devotee. So simply keep on following the rules and regulations as devotees are telling you. So whosoever devotee is in touch with you, he is guiding you. Please follow him exactly what he is telling. And then you also will become pure devotee. <clears throat> Prabhuji, for senses permit, what should one ask from Krishna at the time of death? Liberation? No. 
this is business we don't do business for for krishna we simply want to serve krishna for his pleasure so devotee has no personal desire either for material or for any pleasure devotee simply wants to serve krishna no desire and is krishna not a person krishna is a person when he sees this person never asks anything he is always willing to engage in my service krishna will offer himself to the devotee so devotee should never ask anything from krishna simply service of krishna at while he is living or at death i am doing bhakti all day reading shrimad bhagavatam doing chanting mangala aarti for the whole day but at the end of the day the desiring of playing pubg or watching movies for my sense gratification is always there how can we reduce or remove if possible these desires so i will explain this tomorrow so please do remind me sometimes there are some vaishnavas some go- good bro- god brothers whose behavior is very irritating at the same time they are doing good bhakti how can we deal with such vaishnavas without doing vaishnava prad so this shloka also we are going to discuss either in next class i think next class only we are going to discuss this thing so krishna gives direct answer in this chapter to this so we will definitely discuss this question also hari krishna prabhu ji prabhu ji how to practice vairagya by continuing grahastha life so i explained just like shila prabhupas father practiced he was completely detached and uh, every householder is supposed to take care of his family members and he also took care of his family members but the purpose was to make the family members devotee of krishna and even despite our best efforts family members do not become devotees of krishna it is in our hand to ourselves become pure devotee if we just we become pure devotee our many many generations which are going to come and which have come before us they will automatically become devotees they'll get liberated so it is very very simple so this is how a householder can do uh, so that is why grahastha vanaprastha sanyasi brahmachari krishna consciousness man woman it is same for everyone chant and hear the names of krishna and preach to others what you have understood as simple as that and everyone can follow that prabhu today's class is very nice my question today class you told about duty service related 8 hours only result expectation but material life office hours is not 8 hours week minimum 10 hours or 11 hours in this situation how is applied bhagavad gita in current material life or how do we get relief from material life please explain <laughs> प्रभु भागवतम तो कह रही है कि आठ घंटे करो बॉस बोल रहा है ग्यारह घंटे करो सो हाउ डू आई अप्लाई भागवतम इन माय ऑफिस सो ग्यारह घंटे बैठिए तीन घंटा भागवतम पढ़िए ऑफिस में और आठ घंटे काम करिए सो जस्ट लाइक पीपल डू टिकटॉक फेसबुक एंड ऑल दीज थिंग्स इन ऑफिस सो यू कैन रीड भागवतम प्रीच एंड चैंट इन द ऑफिस वेरी वेरी नाइसली जस्ट लाइक आर मयंक इज देर इन पुणे Uh, so he goes to office and then he preaches krishna consciousness his boss is asking i don't find you on the chair what are you what, what are you doing in office <laughs> so he's sitting with somebody and preaching krishna consciousness so you are in office also for a long time but you are preaching they are also becoming devotees and good thing in office is they cannot run away from all, from you also they have to listen <laughs> so in this way you spend good time in office and preach krishna consciousness and we thought that is also not possible boss is standing on the head sitting next to you then leave that job krishna will find help you to find a good job so don't leave immediately chant very nicely whatever time you are having now pray to krishna krishna will arrange prabhupad writes in bhagavatam when krishna's devotee wants to engage his time in service of krishna krishna gives inspiration from the heart how to find a proper job 8 hours is maximum we can even minimize so i have never seen a devotee struggling very very hard in his job not able to manage no 
Krishna makes the devotee's life very easily, very nice. But a person is a sincere preacher who is trying to preach Krishna consciousness, serve Krishna nicely. Krishna makes his life easy. So materially also is taken care very nicely. So as of now, whatever time you are getting, chant nicely, read nicely and pray to Krishna, preach and Krishna will arrange favorable situation. Keep finding a good job in which you get more time. Why are all the gods born in India? Why didn't they go to other countries? Why didn't Hinduism spread to foreign countries? So India, we have defined no, now. Uh, just like somebody may ask, why God come in Pakistan? Pakistan came into existence after 1947. Before that, it was India only. Similarly, this entire country was called Bharat Varsha. We have defined India means this small uh, piece of land now. But yes, geographically, this situation, which is called Bharat Varsha, just like you cannot tell why Stephen Hawking comes to IASC, why he doesn't go to Sabji Mandi. So why he'll go to Sabji Mandi? Who will understand him there? So that is why Krishna will go there where people understand him and people are waiting for him. So all the devotees of Krishna, they live in this portion, Aryavarta, Bharat, Varsha. So Krishna goes to please his devotees. That is why Krishna appears on this part. Why didn't Hinduism spread to foreign countries? Because foreign countries, mainly those people did not want. So one old woman was there and she asked uh, Prabhupada. When Prabhupada gave lecture, she became overwhelmed and started crying. And she asked Prabhupada, Prabhupada, why you have come so late? Why didn't you come before? So Prabhupada told, because you were not ready before. So when the living entity does not desire Krishna consciousness, Krishna will facilitate his desire for material enjoyment. But now we can see there was some arrangement and now Krishna consciousness has spread across the world.